What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here, and everyone knew this episode was coming today. Every every show in the country, from local radio to ESPN to Fox Sports, is going to cover this story where Nick Saban just absolutely unleashed on his thoughts on the NI on NIL on on recruiting practices on on really everything, and he and he targeted a former it you know a guy who used to work under under him and Jimbo Fisher and then his Aflac commercial partner in Deion Sanders where they also do have a relationship so it was a weird it was a weird and just crazy night on social media and Jimbo Fisher has already responded we'll kind of get into what he said today and we're still waiting on Deion Sanders response he tweeted out and put on Instagram last night that he was going to respond that he he was going to respond to the lies that Coach Saban told last night, but let's get into just kind of what happened last night. Let, let's go from the beginning, and then we'll kind of talk about what you know, what my thoughts on it, and what other people are saying. But Nick Saban talking about NIL said, "Quote: A and M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, likeness. We did not buy one player, but I, I but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that." into the future because more and more people are doing it. It is tough. And this is an allegation that, you know, AM has really denied from the start, you know, from when the Shamar Stort thing was going on when Coach Prime tweeted at him saying that, you know, they're not going to try to compete with the bag all the way up until the end of national signing day where Jimbo Fisher had a press conference calling the calling the reports that he bought his whole class, asinine that they didn't pay anybody. They they didn't do anything against the rules per se and that you know it, there's still been no proof of it and here we are in mid-may and there still hasn't been proof that texas a&m did anything against the rules but a lot of the consensus is is that texas a&m and other schools are setting up these quote-unquote nil collectives as undercover llcs and paying players to do that so it's technically not against the rules but it, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, questions on how the incident of Blake can enforce this and things like that. And so Nick Saban isn't the first one. And also to go back even further, I don't know how many people remember this. Last year, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban, you know, had a little verbal, you know, back and forth where Jimbo Fisher said they're pretty much going to whoop, you know, Alabama. And Nick Saban was like, in, in what, golf? You know, because he was saying that they weren't going to beat him in football. AM goes on to upset Alabama this year in Kyle Field, you know, behind Zach Calzada's huge game. But these guys, their pass goes back a long time. I mean, Jimbo Fisher worked for Saban under at LSU from 2000 to 2004 and was the first assistant to beat Nick Saban in Nick Saban's entire career. And then on top of that, just to further the point, Deion Sanders gets brought into it where Nick Saban says, quote, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year to come to that school. It was in the paper. They bragged about it and nobody did anything about it. And what he was talking about is after Travis Hunter signed with Jackson State, there was a huge rumor all across social media that Jackson State and or Barstool you know, gave out a million dollars to Travis Hunter as, you know, an NIL deal to convince him to come to Jackson State over Florida State, where he was committed for over a year. But, you know, we saw what Coach Sanders tweeted back to him, but Saban also goes on to mention the Miami booster offering 400K to 
a basketball transfer to to endorse his company. It's a life wallet, and that you know the Miami had a player that decided to enter the transfer portal if Miami didn't increase his NIL revenue or offer, and you know looking at the entirety of what he was talking about, I think you know when you're looking at the NCAA perspective and how they how are they going to manage NIL? There's really no way to stop it. Once you kind of open the floodgates, uh, you know, in the first place without really having a set plan, there's really no way to, to, to get it back in there. So, I mean, it's the same, like you pour, pour out that bag of rice. You aren't going to be able to pick, you know, you're not going to be able to fix the entire mess. And so the NCAA is in a weird spot. And I think a lot of people agree with that, but for me, looking at this this entire situation i don't necessarily i don't disagree with him going at jimbo fisher that's your conference rival you know you guys have had back and forth you know that happens in sec media all the time lane kiffin is having a ball right now on twitter talking about this scenario and so i don't think you're seeing any pushback on him calling out jimbo fisher because it's going to be two guys who have a who probably do know a little bit about each other and i i don't I personally don't see that going anywhere, but the fact that he went out of his way to call out Coach Prom and say that they that Jackson State gave Travis Hunter a million dollars, I think that's where a lot of people's a lot of people are giving this a side eye because one, uh, you know, to give a million dollars that's that's a lot of money, and Travis Hunter was worth every penny of it and probably more to whatever school landed him, but. Jackson State's football, I mean, that would be, what, an eighth of Jackson State's football budget, which sits about $8 million, I believe, last time um, it was reported. So you're looking at, you know, an eighth of an entire football budget, and I believe Coach Prom does not make a million dollars himself at Jackson State. And on top of that, I don't, you know, we're talking about a, a school that already has resource issues in the SWAC, and so for for me looking at it, it was weird that Nick Saban went out of his way to take a shot at an FCS program, you know, taking a shot at your conference rival that, you know, you've been going up against year in and year out your former assistant, like, yeah, you know, that's just trash talking your opponent this year, but to go down to the FCS level and, 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 and take a shot at them after, after the historic addition that they had this offseason with Travis Hunter. And then even Kevin Coleman, the four-star, who decided to commit to Jackson State. I believe they have another four-star already committed in this last class. I'm, I'm blanking on the kid's name, but it's another wide receiver. I believe it's Lockhart. But it, it just seemed like an unnecessary shot from Nick Saban from his side. There was, there was no reason to throw Jackson State or Deion Sanders, especially, and I believe um, – I believe SI did a great piece on this. Kyle Mosley did the piece, I believe. He was talking about, you know, if you're going to take a shot like this, you at least got to have some proof. You at least have to bring something to the table that kind of backs up these claims. And this was real out of character for Saban in terms of his media presence to to take a to take a shot like this at at two at two people he has a outside relationship with and everyone's still waiting on what coach prom is going to respond with what's he going to say how's he going to how's he going to to address it and i'm expecting that probably later this afternoon but looking at this situation man uh college football media is just absolutely it's just on fire everywhere man there is just pure chaos everywhere but jimbo fisher did respond today and he let me just say this did not mince words i mean he went scorched earth right back and you know he 
he called Saban a narcissist. He said that if you look into his past, you can really find that, find out what he is. The exact quote he said is, quote, some people think they are God. Go dig into how God did his deal, and you may find out a, about a lot of the things you don't want to know. We built, him, we built him up to be the czar of college football. Go dig into his past. You can find out anything you want to find out or what he does or how he does it. And this was another risky move, man. You're calling out an assistant that was on your staff, was one of your right-hand men for four-plus years. And so he knows where the codes are, per se. I guess going to use that figure of speech. He knows what the codes are. And so it just seemed, you know, having a problem with NIL or how it's managed by the NCAA, take a shot at the NCAA. But to go out and take a shot at Jimbo Fisher, especially take a shot at Deion Sanders, a school that is not even on the same playing field with Alabama in terms of resources and funding and endowments and boosters, it just seemed – it, it seemed a bit reckless, in my opinion, for for Nick Saban, and I, I don't really like it. I mean, it, it the I mean, what would be the equivalent of that is if someone top of the FCS like a Matt Entz at North Dakota State or Deion Sanders at Jackson State or or Willie Simmons at FAMU took a shot at like Bowie State or West Florida at the D two level, talking about oh man, they landed this kid, so let me take a shot at him. It just you're well, I don't understand. There was no, there's for me looking at it, there's no benefit to that. That there was call out the instant of late all you want. I think everyone that's watching this video, everyone that supports the channel, myself, we understand that the instant of late has done a lot wrong here, and no one is is standing behind the instant of late and how they're handling things. But to take a shot at, at two, two coaches who are just uh, right now, right now, I'll just say this have no proof of cheating and to take and to especially coming from a place where Alabama has been on has been on sanctions where there are a lot of rumors that Alabama's paying players. I believe there was a guy who went to Florida State back in the late 90s who said Alabama, even though that has nothing to do with Nick Saban, he was there. Alabama was offering him money to come there. I mean, it's been known like everybody gets paid in college football. Every school in the country is paying players some way or another, whether it's through stipends, whether it's through boosters, whether it's under the table money, what, regardless of what it is, there's always some form of payment coming to everybody all across the country. So it really, it, it's really the pot calling the kettle black situation here. It's, it, for me, this was one of the worst media looks, I think, for Nick Saban that he's had in a long time. Even going back to the Maria Taylor situation, the, the interview where he just went completely off at the halftime interview or after the game, talking about the QB battle between Hertz and Tua. This is He's going to have to take this one on the chin. And this was a bad look. It seemed like it was a bit emotional, not very well thought out. But I am interested to see what Deion Sanders says. Of course, um, I'm probably going to go live either early, probably this weekend, maybe Friday night uh, to cope, to just get y'all's opinion on it on a call-in show, just really see. But I want you guys to comment below. What are your thoughts on what Saban said? I also want to know your thoughts on Jimbo's response. What do you think Coach Prime's going to respond? And what are your just your thoughts on this whole situation? But for me, this is a really bad look for Saban. And Jimbo did not leave any rock unturned in his response came absolutely straight for Saban, even went as far as saying he blocked Saban in his phone and is not answering any phone calls. So I'm really interested to see how Coach Prime approaches this. But, man, comment below on all the craziness going on in college football. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button on this video. Comment below all your thoughts. And, listen, we'll be back tonight with another episode once all this madness kind of dies down. But until next time, guys. 
the Blue Bloods are out. 